Now, brought to you by the Children's Rehabilitation Institute, Teleton USA. Hey, this is Laura. And this is Natalie. We're two therapists that work at CRIT, the Children's Rehabilitation Institute, Teleton USA. We wanted to provide the community with an outlet for their stories and resources for our families that may not have access or know how to begin. We hope that through these interviews, we can continue to serve our families and the pediatric therapy community with knowledge and education from a distance. Join us as we speak with some of our therapists, patients, and their families about their diagnosis and discuss how CRIT has helped them navigate their unique challenges. Thanks for listening. Hello, friends. Uh, today, we're super excited for this episode. We are introducing someone that's been with CRIT for pretty much since the get-go, I think. Yeah. Um, Ceci, who is 16 years old, and she's going to kind of give us a feedback on what it's like to be, you know, a day in the life of Ceci. Yeah, I think um, with all of our kiddos here at CRIT and even out just throughout the whole disability community, we certainly work with them and we want to provide the best quality of life at this point and help them overcome anything, but we also don't imagine what it's like in their shoes we just want to help them and so this interview we are so excited to uh really get to know her and hear what it's like from not just a person but a, a teenager learning to navigate the world and growing up um and helping be a massive advocate to others to help them continue to grow as well you are listening to the re-eval brought to you by Chris. Hello friends, welcome to the Re-Eval. Today we are so, so excited to have Cecilia Guerrero um, with us, also known as Ceci, in the clinic. Um, and I'm super excited because I haven't seen her in a really long time, but I say it every time. I'm only like 5'2", and everyone's so much taller than me now that, <laughs> now that I'm <laughs> in person. So, but yeah, welcome to the show, Miss Ceci. Thank you for having me here. I think it was so funny. We were trying to plan out this year of like, what are we going to talk yeah. about? And this big idea of like a day in the life of, and both Laura and I looked at each other and said, Ceci. <laughs> and then Ceci even was like, well, absolutely. Why didn't you think of that either? <laughs> so we are very excited to have you with us today. Um, all right. So we know you. I know yeah. you very well. I meet with Ceci once a week, um, sometimes more. And, uh, yeah. but for those who are listening, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? So, I'm Jesse, I'm 16 year old, seventeen in May. Yeah, oh, wow. Sure. I'm old. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Um, I have dystonia, um, and I'm being coming here for like eight years. So it's like since the beginning of Crate. Yes. Oh, we got one of the originals over here. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you're almost 17. Yeah. And fun fact, her and my husband have the same birthday. Wow. I always remember your birthday. No. Yeah. Wow. All right. Whoa. Um, all right. So you are 17 and uh, almost. almost, you are correct. Um, for those that don't know Ceci, she's probably one of the most creative human beings I've ever met. Uh, so what do you like to do in your free time? I'm going to 
why to TV and then if I'm really bored, um, I like to play on my iPad or make like little animation picture videos um or images like crazy images and watch Pinterest. Y'all Pinterest her board is so professionally done. She has subcategories in her categories. Um, so she's easily, she's very graphic designer, uh, animator. Yeah, yeah, and you talked a little bit about it. You said that you, you do pictures and comics. And I, yeah. I unfortunately missed it, but I think you did a presentation here at Crit, right? Yes. Oh. Do you mind telling us a little bit about that? Um, first, um, one of the students of Nat Gigi encouraged me to make her assignment. And then she's like, let's do like a story. And I'm like, this is perfect because I had one story in my mind personally. And she says, okay, let's do it. How fun is that? I know everyone said that your presentation was great, but what was the topic over? Star Wars. Yeah. Specifically, <laughs> The Mandalorian, yes. Kind of, yeah. It was her own spin-off. Yeah. Uh, you have this unlimited imagination in your head, and it's one of the coolest things to watch it come alive. And um, I don't mean to backtrack, but just for people that aren't super aware, would you mind telling us a little bit about, you said your diagnosis, you have dystonia. Would you mind telling us about that? Yes. So, dystonia is mainly a damage in the brain. Sometimes in the basal um, and that damage causes me to lose control over my body, but the right side is less control. But something that I always say is that it doesn't affect my intelligibility um, because sometimes um, they don't know that they treat me like a little kid 
and let me win and then like no I'm like you but in wheelchair. There was one time that Ceci and I were playing checkers and she f- fair and square beat me. Like, and beat me bad. Yeah. And she was like, did you let me win? And I said, no. Like, you, I, I don't think like you do. And she is very, very smart. Yeah, and I think um, I think that was why we both kind of thought, like, Ceci would be so perfect, like, in the day of life of Ceci, because you are so smart. And you mentioned, you're like, you are not able to control your body. But every time... I am fortunate to work with Ceci every once in a while in PT, and you're one of those people that I, I'm always like, oh, well, Ceci knows her body so well, so it's so easy for me to tell you to do something, and even though you have this diagnosis, it does not at all, like, you are so good about anything I tell you, it's funny, I'm like, can you, and I'll tell her something super advanced, and she's like, oh, do you mean, and she just kind of goes into the shape, I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I said, yes. I like, didn't even make sense. We also have a lot of kids that aren't aware of their body and, like, their needs, and A, Sezi has a very strong voice, <laughs> and B, she's one of the most aware kids, like, you tell me when something's wrong, or you know if you're too tired to come to a session, um, you, you're very aware of everything. So, yeah, it does not affect your cognitive ability or anything whatsoever. You're the perfect example of it's just a way yeah, and, and the perfect ex- advocate to, you know, for people that have dystonia or just anybody in a wheelchair, really, because I feel like um, you, you know it so well and you know your body so well. And, I mean, props, of course, to the parents. Uh, Ceci's dad is here with us in the room. Just keeping her very emotionally aware and, like you said, like letting her know how to speak her voice. And, and I've always, even since you, I mean, you're 17 or almost 17 now. <laughs> yes. Almost 17 now, but you've always been this way since I've known you. So I, I've, I always have so much respect for you and your family. It's great having you. Thank you. So, Kurt, you were very known. Yes. But uh, people who are listening that might not have seen Teleton or have come and seen you in person... Can you tell us your story? You have a very powerful story. So I begin when I was born. Um, when I was born, my dad says that my um doctor told me. And I was like completely dead. He said that I would look like a dog without life. Um, and she got scared. But in that moment, Jesus. There's nothing for me to do than pray to God. God, leave here my baby and I will use this for your glory. And at that moment, I had my first cry, um, and in that moment, and flowers, my life is about glory to God. 
um, may they brother versus John 11 for decaying not unto death, but is for the glory of God. And I strongly believe that I'm here for a purpose, and that purpose is to glory, glory God, um, to my um, the bedroom. That's so powerful. I know. I, yeah. I get my <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, I've heard her tell that story before, and I still am, wow. Um, so I, one of my favorites is you are this very, very bright light. I see you come into clinic and everyone is like, oh my gosh, Ceci is here. Um, one of her former OTs, we used to fight over who could hug her first. We would, you'd see Becky run yeah. down the hall, and then I'd be like, "Sassy," and like we have to run after each other, right? Yeah. You bring that bright light, and it is very visible. Um, you and I know that you help other kiddos do that too. Like you said, you're an advocate for other people um, because of your story, and that's phenomenal. Um, so I know you, she's in a wheelchair right now. For those listening, we can't obviously just have a video of this. Um, so you have a lot to help you through your life. What are some of the biggest challenges that you go through? For me, it's not a lot that I'm in a wheelchair. For me, it's this I have a bunch of ideas, right? And I can't do it. And that frustrates me because I have a lot to give, um, a lot more. And one of the challenges is how do I describe my idea through talking because sometimes I'm not very communicative um, and that's I think the biggest challenge is that how do I tell you what I want to do because I can't control my hands to like draw or to play the guitar. Her and I think for now that's the biggest challenge. So at Crate, you're you see PT, physical therapy. Yeah. 
occupational therapy, yeah. speech therapy, yeah. and therapeutic recreation, right? Yeah. Um, so I can speak for TR that you, I, I hope that I provide a safe space that you can work on communication. Yeah. And your ideas come to life, I, I think, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so how do your other therapies help you uh, overcome that? <sighs> They help to know my body better because this is deal. I'm surprised of what my body does and why. Um, and they help me. Okay, if you're I don't know. Tense. Take a deep breath. Relax for a minute. And that will help you more control your body. Or do these exercises to strengthen your core or your rib cage. Alright, yeah, those are all things that I don't know, sometimes it's just as simple as taking a breath, right? Yeah. To be able to calm before you are able to speak. Yeah. Thank God everybody can take that advice. Yeah. Right? Um, so, you're in a wheelchair right now. Do you have yeah. other equipment to help you get around? So, I have this and then I have a manual chair, um, but it's one arm drive. Okay. Um, I drive it with my left hand, um, because all my right side is more. Rebellious. <laughs> I don't control it as much. I do also have a gorilla. Um, it's like a standard. Okay. Um, I use it for in the house for. I don't know how mom cook or just standing there and then my newest toy oh. is the obi. Ooh, tell us more. Um, I don't know what everything is called. So, the OB is a feeding device, um, to my feeding device, um, and it uses an arm to bring me, um, and it has a place. And I just push a button, and if you me, um, yeah, that or 
Laura just pulled a picture up of it. There you go. getting to know Ceci is uh, also the perfect example of just because my body might not be able to doesn't mean that I still can't do it. So when she creates these graphic designs and stuff, you use an iPad like anybody else. Yes. So can you talk about learning to use adaptive devices? I know you're, I think you've become the queen of that. (laughs) (laughs) Your body says I can't and then you prove that it can. It just means different. That doesn't mean that you still didn't get to the finish line. I want to try everything before that I say, okay, I give up, but how you give up um, before you try everything, you know? Um, so I use an iPad to do my school, but also to do my design. There's some, like, perfect animation, and then I put it together. Um, and it's a... Another tool to express my mind. I'll say the she just recently made this uh, animated video to a song, and she sent it to me, and I looked at it, and you would have no idea that Ceci has a hard time controlling her body. Because it was one of the best, I, I thought she was just watching this video, but it was her video. And it was one of the coolest things I'd ever seen. Yeah. And you're crazy talented when it comes to that. Um, you yeah. also just brought up, you use it for school. Yeah. Um, so you were homeschooled. Yes. Um, have you have you gone through public school before? Yes. Can you, what are, what are your thoughts, homeschool versus public school? So, for me, digital damage then system and for me when I was in public school I would get nervous or not eat as much because you need to go to everybody's rhythm and I'm different. I maybe I eat slower or do not different. For me, it was stressful and it was. Kind of showing in my 
self-awareness um and you you recognize that being in public school was stressful and you had to keep up with everyone um is it similar when you go out in public do you do you ever are aware of people looking at you what are, what are your thoughts yes as a teenager you want everything to go
um, I said, if they know what I'm capable to do, I, I will shock them, uh, you know. Um, but when they sit there or when they say, what's that? I feel like I need to teach them what this war is and how it moves and um, something that I see is that how can I show them this? Diagnose um, that I'm like you, but in a wheelchair. Wow, yeah, that's what teenagers do after you're perfect, don't you? <laughs> what would, and I'm just curious, what would be your preference? Would you rather someone come and ask and just say, like, hey, um, like, just ask? Or. Sometimes they go up to my dad rather than me and I try be, try to answer them but sometimes I get a little bit shy like what if they don't understand me or what if it's right, right? Um, so sometimes I go up and say, oh, yes, I have six years or my favorite food. You, I, one of my, one of our TR goals that we talked about um, back in the fall with yeah. the student right, was the, your uh, your ability to uh, talk to other people. I think it's, I think it's really funny because to me you were not this shy. <laughs> young yeah. woman. I don't think you're, yeah. I don't think you're shy at all. Um, but one of your goals that you expressed was to be able to talk to others in public speak with more confidence. Yes. Um, which I think you have some of the biggest confidence I've ever seen, but I also see you every week. Um, so yeah. I think it's really funny that you bring that up that, um, in a good way, right? That you, you're working on those things to be able to talk to people. And, um, for those that don't know Ceci, uh, a lot of the times when we're setting something up, I'll check in with her and then she checks in with mom and dad and then they'll say yes or no, and then she gets back to me and says, yes, that's cool, let's do Friday at 1230 or whatever. Um, so, I, I mean, I talk to mom and dad, but not as much as I talk to Ceci, and so she is very independent when it comes to a lot of the things. So to have your own voice, I feel like you do. Um, so it's interesting to hear your perspective when you go out to others. Um, that is a different perspective. Um, but you, you were crazy positive. Even though you sit there and say people ask who, what, who's that, what is that, right? How do you stay so positive? Um, first of all, I know that my identity 
if you would cry, I'm her, I'm his daughter, and I know that he cares for me, and that identity cannot be shaken, and then, um, that's a part of my parents means a lot because they're the ones in the battlefield, you know, um, and knowing that God had me here for a purpose, maybe not yet, but sometime, someday, I will know my purpose and my talent. I don't know. I feel like, you know, sorry, I feel like catch my every time you talk, because I just feel like you're so inspirational, and now you're getting older, like, you're almost 17, and, like, Natalie's totally there. You come in, and you're, like, a light. Like, everyone wants to just come talk to Sassy, and it's so different now with COVID, but I remember two years back when you come in, it was like a a little hurdle of kids around you and they're all just so excited to see you and you have this bright energy and this positivity and I think that alone is like if you feel like you haven't fulfilled any purpose I feel like that alone is just amazing and you're such a role model to these you know younger kids oh, that, I think you're a role model coming. to me I as know. a therapist I know no, <laughs> no you just being you and I think you're already serving a purpose and if it's not you know maybe the the ultimate then at least here in Korea I think you're always yeah. making a difference and you brighten my Friday so that's great I don't know uh, I uh use your examples of like your comic strip and your Pinterest to other kids of like well what can I do I'm in a wheelchair and I'll say whoa 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 hold up I got another kiddo, and I will use your examples. And so you are. You are setting uh, these excellent examples of it doesn't matter how you get there. You're getting there. And yes, I'm human. Sometimes I feel sad that I'm here or sad because... I can't do this or that, but there's only one way to go, and that's up. Yeah. I mean, what else you can do? That's a really good attitude. Keep going. You got it. Um, we, you are 17, almost 17. We keep saying that you are 17. It's like a month away. Um, so are, are you thinking about going to college? Or have you thought about that? Is that too soon? <laughs> no, it's never too soon okay. to think about college because it's like the sooner you think, that's another it gets 
right? You're not wrong. <laughs> um, but I don't know right now because right now I'm really focused on filmmaking and um, maybe graphic I don't know. I don't know what the future holds for me, but I guess I will go, but in my own pace. There is nothing wrong with that. You can... You can go to school whenever, if that's what you choose to do also. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that you're thinking about it. So you said graphic design and filmmaking. Is that kind of what you're thinking about when you grow up? Graphic design because you have seen my design yeah. and my logo. Um, and I really like it. Um, it's... Like a distraction for me and filmmaking. Nice. You know that I watch every behind the scenes. He knows the most facts about Star Wars, and I'm a massive Star Wars nerd too. Um, and I way more knowledgeable than I am, for sure. You are. You you very much are. <laughs> I know who director. I know who producer. Shout out to Dave Lani, the Yes. Um, it's really interesting. So I've known Ceci for about two and a half years now. Yeah. I feel like it's been forever at this point. Yeah. Um, but uh, when I first met you, one of my first questions was, well, what do you think you want to be grow up? And one time you told me a chef. Um, and I am laughing because we all like food. Um, yeah. But you also told me something with design, whether it was like architect or something specifically for individuals utilizing like wheelchairs, so disabilities to be more friendly. Um, and then now you're going into graphic design and it's so cool to watch you uh, learn your skills and how you can also be a light to others with that too. And I need to know my limits because I love cooking. I know almost every theory. What is this? What is that? But also, I know to be a chef, you need to grab a knife and my dad is scared of that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> if I could cut a finger or something, so maybe not that. Be you know your limits, too. I think that's yeah. that goes back to the self-awareness thing of you're willing to make it work and maybe adapt to your ability but sometimes you know your limits and you're like, well, 
I could enjoy food and maybe not cooking it. I could tell you what a good combination. You can tell people how to cook. Yes. <laughs> how about that? There you go. Like Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm telling y'all, y'all, you go look at her Pinterest and she'll hook you up with anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a lot of good stuff on there like that. Um, um, all right. So you, you also touched on this when you talked about going out into public. Um, sometimes you wish people would talk to you and not dad. Um, yeah. so you, you said sometimes they just, they, they would just ask. So what is, what are some other things that you wish that people knew about you, about your diagnosis? My diagnosis is very rare. Before they diagnosed me with Sarah Party, but I wasn't like them. They have more control and they have a common is that they have a trauma in their brain and I don't have that. So we fall in the category of the Tonya right now. And um, as we speak, they're trying to see what's the cause of it and what's a cure of it. Um, and I want to show the world that more like the Donia's death because it's so rare and true. Hey, you can do your dream just a little bit different. Yeah. Well, you said it earlier. You said, I'm not original, I'm unique. And I think that was the perfect way to sum up what you just said. Um, do you have any advice for someone else with or a different disability than you? What would you tell someone trying to navigate the world? But never give up. I know it's hard. Maybe I don't feel you in the completely way, but I have some empathy and I know these words. Um, and if you give up, then you're gonna stop growing and it's fun to know your body and to know that you're 
before you're not common, you're not perfect, you are unique. I love it. I know, I do love that. Uh, um, you are literally one of my biggest heroes. <laughs> I... You are one of my favorite stories to tell, and I thank you so much for coming in and talking to us and giving us a good glimpse into what it is to be sassy. Um, yeah, I feel like you said it earlier. You didn't even, your option isn't even to give up. You're like, what other option is to I like that it's Friday, and we do some of our interviews on Friday, and it's just really nice to go into the weekend speaking to someone like you because you just have such a light, like literally feel like a... Another spark. I'm ready for the afternoon. Yeah. I'm ready for this weekend. I feel like one you. of the biggest things that I cover in TR is like, don't uh, don't knock it till you try it. And so, Sazie's, you're the perfect example of that. <laughs> you try it, and if it doesn't work, you either figure out how to make it work um, until you do get it. I don't. There's very little that I think you've given up on at all. I think you just master it in the ability that you can. Like I said, it doesn't matter how you cross the finish line. You still get there. You still get to point B. It just might look different than how someone else says it. And you are the exact example of that. And it's awesome. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, don't know. I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. I think that's it. Do you have yeah. any questions for us, Essie? No. <laughs> well, no. Honestly, thank you so much for coming. And we really appreciate how we all care. And yeah, we're done. That's it. We'll pause. I think one of my favorite things with Ceci is uh, she knows why she's here and she knows how she can help others. Um, we had mentioned it in this interview of she walks in the door and everybody gravitates toward her. She is this bright, very bright light. Um, I, I don't think anybody here doesn't really know who she is. And even our new therapist learned very quickly who she is. And that's just her power and her love. And she just radiates that everywhere she goes. Yeah, she talked a lot about um, like finding this purpose in life and, and being here um, for a reason and God and you know her faith keeping her positive and I thought that was really important but I feel like her ability to be so self-aware and advocate for others and herself alone is just such a huge um, you know I don't know, purpose, I guess is the only right. way I can think of it. She's just so self-aware and she's such a good person to talk about with these things because I thought it was so interesting um, prior to ever thinking to be a therapist or just being as, as a kid, if I was around someone with a disability, as a kid you have questions and you never know how to approach it appropriately. And I really liked that she said, hey, I would rather you come to me and, um, and ask me and I can educate you on what I have. And acknowledging her as a person, I mean, not only um, just in general as a human, but as a teenager, it's, right. it's, you know, you want to be heard and, and she has a, a, a great voice that needs to be, you know, yeah, seriously. I think one of the other things is I get to work with her every week and I have to remind myself that she's only 16, almost 17, um, because she has these very mature thoughts and she is very, very aware of herself and those around her and how she is looked at. Um, and she's not afraid to have these hard conversations. And that's something that I really appreciate because she helps us to help her and the other way around. She she helps herself to help us. And so she's she's very, very aware of everything. Um, and that's extremely important, and it goes right back into how she can help other people. If, if people just came up and asked, it would be a simple conversation. She's not afraid to have it. That can be really hard to do, and she's amazing at it. 
Yeah, I know. I find myself, especially during these interviews, I find myself just kind of quiet because I'm listening and like taking all the information in. But specifically for someone like Ceci, just because she has so much to say, and I like I, even though I've known her for how many ever years I've been here, I feel like I've learned so much from her every time. And I think you said it. You're like, hey, you're my biggest hero. It's like, <laughs> yeah. honestly, you are. Like, you're so great, and you're so, like, her family is so beautiful. And I, I just, I've, we've been very fortunate to watch her grow Absolutely. into a young lady. But um, I'm just super excited to see what the future holds for her because I feel like she's going to do so much cool stuff. Yeah, and she's not afraid to tackle anything on yeah. um, her confidence is amazing <laughs> um, for her to know what she can and can't do. I think that was another big takeaway was she knows her limits, but she's not afraid to figure out what it takes to get there. Um, so she's quick to say, ah, no, that's not going to work because she's already tried it. And I think a lot of other people are just like, I can't do that because I use a wheelchair. So what? She'll figure it out. Um, she's going to go on and do incredible things, no doubt. As a nonprofit, we couldn't do what we do without your support. Please visit us at critusa.org for more information on our organization, as well to find a link to donate. We would love to hear feedback from you. As mentioned, we are a podcast to serve you. We are reserving the final portion of each episode to hear from you. You can email us at podcast at critusa.org for questions or topics that you would like to be covered. about the re-eval, please visit critusa.org. Thank you for listening. The information presented on this podcast is not intended to be used as medical advice. Please continue to follow the recommendations of your physician and or other healthcare providers. Please refer to your physician prior to initiating any modifications to your current healthcare regimens. regimens.